It's Tuesday, September 21st, the last day of the summer. Here in the studio, St. Louis, Missouri, with PC Mike the Giggler, I'm your host, Logan, talking about Titans Season 3, Episode 8, titled Home. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan, back again after a week off. You guys look too relaxed. Welcome back. PC Mike, the giggler. Giggler, let's start with you, man. You feeling refreshed? Yeah, man. I missed you guys, though. Did you? Yeah. At least I got to see you on (laughs) Saturday over the weekend. Yeah. Mike, Mike, though. You missed Mike. It's been two whole weeks almost. Yeah, I, I mean, geez, I missed you so much. It's like those, <laughs> those, uh, the Zoom times when we would Zoom and really oh. only see each other electronically. I was looking back at the the MCU library at like some of the older reviews, and I just see all those ones where we're like at our own houses, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what a time that was! Like, all right, we got to do this remotely because of the virus. Yeah, never again, never again. Oh, studio forever. Knock on some more. I hope. Yeah, come on, Andy. I mean, we know that it's anything's possible at this point. We're vaccinated, bro. Anything that, is possible. That's true. I'm just kidding. Clearly, that doesn't help all the time. But yeah, yeah. PC Mike. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm well. Uh, welcome back. Nice hat. Thank you. Z. We're gonna hear about some ZOU here in a minute. A little college football town. Yeah. For the watch you watch, and Logan kind of gave me some grief. He, he's like, "What'd you watch this week?" I said, "Nothing really new." It's like you haven't watched anything new in twelve days. But I've been a little busy, sorry. But I just got, I found that impossible. I was like twelve nights. You're at least watching one am, thing. But I am current on things that I'm currently watching. Okay, I, I was true. there like a month ago. One of the same thing, and I had to talk about like um, Outer Banks season two again. Best show ever. Well, yeah, best show ever. Carrie's watching that right now. Good. And I've been seeing episodes here and there. I think that's just a bad show, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Okay, I'll talk to Carrie about that. Yeah, we, we yeah we'll get her review in here when she's like made her way through. But uh, no, guys, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for letting me take a little breather during the midweek last week. Still got in here over the weekend, so if you're a listener, you know that you didn't actually go without an episode. You're welcome because we're showing up for you. Well, uh, we knew that we were talking about Titans and we didn't want to take a break. We're actually sitting here talking about during Patreon. At least for me personally, the show has been a little hard to follow, just a little bit, to where the details are just a little fuzzy each week. Hopefully, they come together like memento and like they just kind of converge yes we all know what's happening but i'm a little lost on some things i just needed like one more minute of the episode maybe well hopefully today we can clear it up for ourselves and for the fans yeah which maybe do some prediction town as you call it prediction town for uh episode nine i think it sounds good and speaking of the fans let's uh go and open it up with a very special edition of fan mail today fan mail Fan mail, we always feature fans first on most of superheroes. If you're a longtime listener, you'd know this. We also have a studio phone here in the basement. You can call us. You can leave us a message. You can send us a text message at 754-CALL-LOG. That's 754-225-5564. And yes, folks, he finally did it. We called him out months ago. He's one of our Patreon patrons. A very special shout-out today for Dan P., who left us a, left us a voicemail. 
about what if on Disney Plus. If it's okay with you guys, I'm just going to play this thing. And I'm just going to give you a little teaser. There's a question that we all need to answer. I'm ready. Are you ready? One, Mike, two, three, you go. Mike, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's hear from Dan. Hey, Mostly Superheroes crew. This is Dan P. from Patreon. Um, just wanted to call in. I've uh, been called out by the Giggler for not making this phone call yet. But had a question for the crew that I'd like to hear you discuss on the upcoming episode. In the spirit of Marvel's What If show, I'm curious what What If stories would all of you like them to explore in the future, perhaps in, in a season two. Um, so we'd love to hear kind of what you all are thinking, um, what scenarios would interest you. And uh, thanks for everything y'all do. Really enjoy the content. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Dan. That is an excellent question and another great example of what we're looking for in the studio phone. Brain starting conversation. Something that gets the juices flowing, something that gets the mind going. And yes, we did a little pre-thinking about this one. I would I kind of did this one semi-live. I know exactly what mine is, but I think I want to start with our non-MCU resident PC Mike. So right. you know the question. <clears throat> yeah. So mine was off the cuff when we were texting the other day, and I just went, this is what I want. Okay. What if Jean Grey picked Wolverine Logan over Cyclops? And they had a relationship instead. Oh wow! I you know what's I love you know what I love about yours is that it's not even really the MCU yet. Yet, yet. I say yet very clearly because it's coming. But I like that you've just pulled like a scenario from. I mean, you're talking about the X Men films, really, or and the cartoon. I guess the cartoon too. I mean, it's, it's maybe the most famous meme of all time is uh, Wolverine, Wolverine. Re- reading a book. No. Isn't he holding a picture of her? Yeah, oh, it yeah. is the picture. The actual thing. It's uh, episode. It's in the first five episodes of Andy, season Jesus. one. Well, I remember the episode on mostly superheroes where you talked about this that famous meme. Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason why I remember it. I'm not like a X Men cartoon nut. Well, and then in the mo- and then in the movies, the Brian Singer films. That's like that's like a main story po- point, right? Like Jean Grey and Cyclops are a very obviously a couple, and Logan and uh, Cyclops are like kind of frenemies. Yeah. yeah. What would happen? Give us some. Yeah. What do you think? Like, what do you write think? The, goes, write us an episode. Real I mean, quick. would she go like crazy? Would she turn into? Isn't she the Dark Phoenix? Would she turn into the Dark Phoenix? I only have to go off storylines. In X two, she <clears throat> jumps off that plane and she stops the water from killing all the mutants, and that's when she like becomes Jean Grey. So you could argue that if she would just would have been dating Logan, he'd have been like, "Listen, let's just get on my motorcycle <laughs> and go find my brother." But <laughs> I also, what if? Wolverine was the actual height Wolverine supposed to be like five foot three. Yes. And, and she's literally two heads taller than yes. him. It's <laughs> so, a great visual. I like it. And also he doesn't age. So yeah. that, that would have been interesting how they handle that. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I'm really, this is some spoiler alert, I guess for some of these X-Men movies in days of future past. No, he doesn't get her. He, he like fix, he fixes everything. Spoiler alert for days of future past. Yeah. And she, he comes back and, Cyclops and her are dating. So even in that new world, he still never got her. Maybe Cyclops has a mental break and kind of goes rogue. Ooh. All of them and then it's not rogue. I was going to say. Not the other rogue. <laughs> Cyclops <laughs> could be, I don't know, throw this in the universe where Cyclops is like the villain. Yeah. Never know. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, all right. Uh, X-Men focus what if. Andy? All right. What do you got? 
Dan gave me a preview of this question like a week ago, and I still didn't come up with it until he started talking right when you played the, his voicemail. So, Just now. Um, let's go with this. What if Thor went for the head? Oh, so in your scenario of Infinity War, he just, he gets him. He's he, gone. He kills Thanos. And the Avengers take the stones. Yep. What what happens from there? And then Maybe they take the stones and they... Endgame is obviously, doesn't really happen. No, Maybe it's, it... it's called like beginning game. <laughs> so Disney <laughs> loses like $2 billion. <laughs> the best movie ever. It doesn't happen. But uh, I mean, you could have some storylines like what if... What are the Avengers going to do with those stones? What do yeah, you because in that scenario, Thanos had gone around and actually collected the actual Infinity Stones. They weren't, like, from time. They would have never even experienced time travel yep. or anything like that. Uh, well, I mean, everything, like Mike just said, wouldn't have opened up, like Loki and everything we know. So, like, a lot would have been... It would have been a whole different slate of Disney Marvel shows. It's like they'd be... Like, everything would be pushed up, I feel like. Maybe. Phase four, but like the current phase would have started a year ago. Who knows where we'd be at, what villains would be in play. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I prefer what really happened. Mike, well, you say that, but Mike, the coolest thing about your what if is uh, Tony Stark would still be alive. Oh, damn. It's true. And Black Widow. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people. Well, 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 yeah, but they all came back. I'm just saying, like, the yeah. forever gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki would have still died because that's why Thor went and got him. So that our version of Loki would have still yes, been dead. This would be drastically different. But my my main, like if I had to write an episode on it, would be what the Avengers would do with the stones. I yes. feel like there would be, I mean, we have Civil War where they have a fight on what to do mm-hmm. with the Sokovia Accords. I feel like something similar might happen with these where. With even cer- more power. Certain people want to use them for certain things. Other yep. people are like, destroy them. I think they would go like a Justice League route and they just split them up. And yeah. they're like, we'll keep some on Asgard and Odin's vault like they did the first time. Just but put everything back where it was. But just put it back. He's dead. <laughs> Vision, you can have it in your head again. Yeah, Vision, you can just still be Vision. <laughs> I like it. Any other plot points you from that one? I don't know. I'm trying to think who, what villain would step in from there. Yeah, because if Thanos goes down. Kang? I guess it'd just be... I don't know. We're just following the... I mean, he knew it was going to happen. So Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Oh, okay. Maybe everything would have gone nor- as usual, though. He would have been like, well, that just keep- we just keep on going now. Yeah, he wouldn't have heard like little changes. I'll tell you this. What else wouldn't have happened? Big movie coming up right here in November. The Eternals only awoken, at least per the trailer, because of the second blip. The energy that it took to bring everybody back is what apparently like awakens the Deviants, I think. Might be right. Well, I just want to shout out to Dan P, though, because this is a great question. Something that I thought about as soon as the show came out. And I think I texted you guys saying that I want to somehow make up our own or whatever. So, yeah, appreciate it, Dan. And also, I'm drinking a nice Diet Dr. Pepper, which is uh, one of Dan's favorite drinks from what I remember from college. Yeah. Non-alcoholic, of course. So, Of course. Um, Would you like to keep, like, praising Dan or do I get to tell mine? I would love to hear yours. Mm, Because I did think of it. I have no idea what it is. Mine is pretty simple. I would like to see what if Tony Stark was exposed to gamma radiation and became the Incredible Hulk and not Bruce Banner. Wow. Like, if, like, somehow they end up, like, in a similar lab, Tony's the one that gets affected, all of a sudden he's hulking out now. You might get, like, a Bruce Banner type, like, Iron Man. Would his suit grow? (laughs) Would you have his suit grow? He'd probably have a Hulkbuster suit that was like for him yeah. to Hulk out in and be the Hulk inside of a suit. Dangerous. Like unsto- the ultimate weapon. Nanotech. Unstoppable. Yeah. 
and can wield the stones. Even uh, and he wouldn't have definitely died then because he'd have been yeah. like, I am Iron Hulk. Whoa. And he would have been fine. He just would have had, <laughs> a, he just would have had his arm in a sling. Should we yeah. hit up Disney? I think we just had three tremendous ideas. I think these that are really season good. two. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else would happen, but I just know I'd like to see all the adventures of Iron Hulk. I would, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan P., our Patreon guy, one of the people giving us money to do this show, helping us with our upgrades and helping us keep the wheels moving over here. Dan, thanks so much. You, too, can get a voicemail feature just like that. We'll talk about your topic. We'll put it on the table, and we'll see where it goes. I love it. Tangent City, 754-CALL-LOG. That's 754-225-5564. Save it in your phone as mostly superheroes. And we can't wait to hear from you. All right, let's talk about the news. News and rumors. Just one piece of news today. Excited to talk about this. It's fall. Today is the last day of summer, folks, here on Tuesday when we're recording. And uh, like Mike said, it's our favorite time of year, especially here in St. Louis. Summers are brutal. We got the leaves falling. We got Halloween around the corner. And now we have Halloween Kills, the trailer drop for the new movie. This is from comicbook.com. Sorry, I just wanted to read this person's name. Corey Kofi Outlaw. Is that real? That's the name. name. Kofi. That's why I looked. That's why I stopped. I was like, does that say Corey? No, it's Kofi Outlaw. This came out just yesterday, September 20th. Halloween Kills final trailer released. I don't know if I had seen the first one. I'll be honest. Did you guys see the first trailer? I think I did. Did you guys see the first trailer for this? Mm -hmm. And we talked about these movies last Halloween. Do you guys, where you guys sit on this? PC Mike, do you I, like these? I think it's much better than the Rob Zombie versions. Well, the Rob Zombies, yeah. Those but are, then, I don't even know what's going on Didn't something blow our mind the other day that Shang, Shang-Chi like overtook Rob Zombie's Halloween as the number one watched movie on Labor Day, Labor Day, Day weekend, weekend <laughs> from 2007. <laughs> the only one that it beat out. Yeah, hilarious, <laughs> which is, because like I, me and Carrie, we watched all the Halloweens last year. I think I talked about them on the show. And that those two, I was like, I just don't know why Rob Zombie did this. I just like, I just like, I don't need this. I'm in for these movies. Yes, I think it's a different spin, and I like it absolutely. Right from the article, just give you a little uh, teaser, just so you know, this is coming to. This is going to be one of those simultaneous releases, and for once, it, we're not talking about Disney Plus or HBO Max. This is going to be Peacock, or and and in theaters October fifteenth. So just a couple weeks before Halloween. This is Halloween Kills, and this is picking up right where the last movie dropped off. So this is straight from the article from the returning filmmaking team responsible for the 2018 global phenomenon. Halloween kills is written by Scott teams and Danny McBride and David Gordon green based on the characters created by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. The film was directed by David Gordon green and produced by Malik Akkad, Jason Bloom and Bill block. The executive producers, John Carpenter, Jamie Lee Curtis, Danny McBride, David Gordon green and Ryan Freeman. So, Jamie Lee Curtis, I didn't know that she was one of the producers on the show. She's actually in the movie. And did you, you guys remember what, how the last one ends? Which I, uh, I forget what the title even exactly was. He was locked in the basement and, and they yeah, yep. set the house on fire. Yep. And, you know, spoiler alert for that one, which I don't remember the exact title of, of that one. I'll look it up. Look it up for us real quick. Because this picks up right after that. Apparently, when they locked him in that basement, again, spoiler alert for the Halloween movie before this, they set the thing on fire. I think it's just Halloween. I think it was too. Yeah, and, it was this, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It picks up with her. It involves her family now, her daughter, her granddaughter, and they had to team up and burn him to a crisp. And what do you know? He's not dead. Yeah. But it was a cool spin because they kind of got rid of all the other movies except Halloween one and two, I want to 
say. Didn't we talk about this for like an yeah. hour? We went all all through the continuity of yeah. last last yeah. year. Because no, we did. We talked about every single one, and me and Kara rewatched like the Jamie Lee Curtis storyline mm-hmm. because there's ones in there that are absolutely not related to Jamie Lee Curtis. Like there's like Halloween three season of the witch is season of the witch. There's a there's a few Paul, more Paul Rudd Halloween Six The Curse of Michael Myers Yeah that one has nothing to do with the storyline but Jamie Lee Curtis it does have Doctor Loomis in it who dies in Halloween Six So Doctor Loomis bringing back Yeah I like that This guy knows Yeah you're really on it yeah. <laughs> I'm not even looking at my computer right I know now. I'm gonna I can tell I'm gonna there were, Halloween Four and Five was about that little girl like that Those were awful Yeah And then Six I liked a lot because it was a little different a little edgier had Paul Rudd um, And then I think it gets into Halloween H two O yeah, H2O. So fun. H2O was good. Uh, but then Resurrection after that was another awful. H2O with uh, Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes was in Resurrection. Resurrection. So good. The H2O, H2O was, uh, was LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Yep. So fun. So fun. Um, it's so funny. You know, I, I watched these things as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't one of the people that were like going crazy about it. Like uh, Will over at Busting with the Boys. He loves this. This is like his go-to Halloween costume. Oh, congratulations, Will. They announced publicly. They're having a baby girl. We'll nice. give it up. For the girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, I saw on Twitter he's already referring to his new baby girl as the girl because everybody calls him the boy. <laughs> uh, congratulations. But Halloween, he, he loved this stuff, and I did too, but like I'm getting more into this as an adult. I'm like, this is getting, like after me and Carrie, we watched him last year. I'm here for this movie. It was so fun. Giggler, where do you stand with these things? It's like one of those things that's just so dumb but you just keep watching sure i just can't stop because i've seen so many in the past it's kind of like i feel this way about the saw movies too Mm. where i want to see if they release another saw movie in 10 years i will see it because i've seen like the seven or eight prior isn't that a thing like didn't they bring those back yeah yeah there's like a chris rock one that was just released that i have not seen okay but it's i heard good things but i have not got around to seeing it yet but i i mean i popped on uh below deck on peacock uh, last night saw this was on there like preview yeah. or whatever and yeah coming I, out october 5th so i'm in i did not realize this was going to peacock yeah that's, well it's wild i don't even have to leave my house now oh and guess what you know i i make this big i mean we would this was the movie of the summers i'm sorry summer of the movies <laughs> movie of the summer in um, fall uh, in fall <laughs> no summer of the at the movies andy we went like what seven weeks in a row i feel like at a certain point <laughs> exactly uh, even when i went to the movie one week and didn't get to see suicide squad because me and carrie missed the screening i still count that week because i was in the theater um i still watched that suicide squad on hbo max that first day because i was yep. sitting there on a thursday night which this will be the same thing it'll probably be october 15th what day is that is that a is that a Thursday probably? Got oh, it. It probably is if it's coming out movie day that day. That's a Friday. It's a Friday. So here we go. Thursday. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be one of those that's going to be very easy to put on at home now. Yeah. But we'll see. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Same Same token. Like, I would not see this in theaters. Okay. So it's kind of like one of those things where I would what about you, see Mike? it on Peacock. Oh, I'll watch it. But my significant other hates horror movies, so I'll just watch it by myself. Oh, man. Scary. I mean... It's scary to watch a scary movie by yourself. She's That's, there. She's just upstairs, probably, and I'm a grown just, adult. Uh, <laughs> have a pizza party here and watch it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Just, or his base. His basement is better than mine. You can do it, Mike. We might have to move the podcast there. Pumper <laughs> <laughs> breaks. Uh, yeah, breaks. All right, Halloween kills October fifteenth. Market calendars coming to theaters. Coming to Peacock. Uh, we can't wait for it. Yeah, we'll definitely be talking about it. Let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? <laughs>
What You Watching. This is where we tell you what we're watching, what we're reading each and every week. And we got a few titles for you today. Can't wait to hear about this one on Netflix. I've seen it. I love it. It's called Clickbait. Andy, give us the, give us, let's do it in two rounds. Spoiler free take. So if if a person's out there right now and they're thinking about watching it, what would you say to them without spoiling it? This is a much, a must watch for everyone. And I have no idea why I just look at the ratings Mm -hmm. overall and Mm -hmm. stuff. I can't believe they're not better. This is the first time I look at that, but everyone I talk to is all, this is one of the shows that you're texting about, Oh, did you see the show? Uh, Oh, I'm not done yet. Don't say anything. Like you just have to, you have to watch this. I think it's, it, it, it seems that good, but it's a also, great spoiler also, for review. I mean, you're like, get out here and watch it. I okay, also let's... have two episodes left, so oh, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, keep keep it all. Yeah, so keep very, everything spoiler very free. Spoiler technically, free. well, and you haven't seen it at all, so, <laughs> so we all. really need to keep it spoiler free in general. And I'll just add to your your comment. I've seen this too. I've watched it all the way through. I, I don't know if I'd put it in like the top, you know, twenty things I've ever seen. I don't even know if I put it. Yeah, in the top. definitely. I don't. Even, it, it might make the top ten shows I've watched this year. Maybe I'd have to run down the list, but it might be like make or break. Yes or no. But I think that anybody can enjoy this TV show. This is a, what would you agree that it's a modern take on the thriller genre? Oh yeah, exactly. And I think that's what, like you said earlier, like a few weeks ago, that's what you guys, have been I think, Oh, did I, did I talk about it? Thrillers? No, you, no, you guys, oh. just been, that's what you guys have been all in on lately. And I mean, this is exactly the type of thing that you get addicted to and just want to binge quickly. Like we haven't had time to watch the last two episodes like the last few days and every, every hour Steph's like, Hey, are we watching clickbait tonight? And I'm like, we have time. Yeah. You're going to have to do it tonight. Stuff to you do. need to get home and watch it tonight. Oh, wrap it up. I hope so. Um, all right. Um, uh, let's give it the premise for folks that might be yeah, into give this. Give me the premise. You want to know what's going on, right? Okay. So we got the poster here on the screen. Tell me this guy's name from entourage. Adrian Grenier or something like that. Adrian Grenier. Uh, good job. Andy's giving you the nod. So Adrian G. Adrian G. So if you watched Entourage, he's the main dude. He's on the front of this. The poster reads, he's in front of a camera at 5 million views. I die. You have basically have the premise right now. Okay. This guy's a son. He's a, a, a husband. He's a brother. He's a everyday guy. He works at a physical therapy place. He coaches volleyball and he goes missing. And he turns up literally like the next day on a random, like well-hidden YouTube channel. Five million views, I die. Then there's another sign, I hurt women. Then there's a third sign, I killed a woman. Boom, that's the show. And you follow the sister, you follow the police that are investigating it, you follow the wife that has like maybe a little bit more to hide than what she's telling. How many episodes is this? Eight. I was going to say eight to ten. I really don't exactly remember. Eight. Yeah, eight. I'm on six right now. So you got two left. And again, it's like I'm not going to like – fanboy out about this thing right now and go crazy but it was one that i had a very good time watching all the way through to the end on p i wish i wish there was just a plethora of shows that were like this that's exactly it i mean there probably is i just need to find them we need you need to go to this show on netflix and then scroll down to the more like this yeah you're right (laughs) honestly all right mike you gonna watch it i usually say yes and i usually lie but yes this has me interested and I, think assume, the lying over I would here. assume Stephanie watched this. One. Oh, yeah, honest. you said Stephanie. Yeah. Rachel will. I think she will like it. All right, there you go. Any final thoughts, Andy, on this one? It sounds like it's going to be on Mike's list, and uh, you're going to let us know. How Can you give it a rating? It. Yeah, I could give it a rating uh, without spoiling it. Um, I would give this a solid 2.9. Ooh. 
That, mine's going to be higher, probably, but well, we'll see. I guess you should wait. What would you rate it right now? <laughs> I don't I don't know to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, before you finish it. It's definitely above three. See, like, I was, and, or, uh, Mike, I might bump that up to a solid 3.0. Thank even, you. Honestly. Because three is, like, the make or break. It is usually make or break, but, like, two, I feel like it still can be worth your time. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? And I like thrillers, so... That's what, I mean, if you like this genre, you're going to have, and I feel like what I like about the show is they do a really good job of incorporating technology in the most realistic way I've seen in a TV show ever. That's like, cool. Like to where you're actually like, this is how people use their phones for once. Instead of just like the, you know, blanket text they show or like weird, like thing, like screens that don't look real. This felt like that's exactly what people would do. I feel like they did a good job. That's a good point. And cool. it's the whole thing is just, I was like, all right, 5 million views, the guy dies. Like. I don't trust the world. Like I would, if this happened in real life, I, I, he'd be dead immediately. Well, I feel like the world would be too like curious and everyone would watch the video. Well, we're not going to talk about what happens yet, but whenever you come back, we're doing a spoiler filled, filled review. Okay. So Mike needs to catch up quick. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Next up uh, clickbait. That's on Netflix fans. Let us know if you've watched it, if you've seen it, what you think before we get into any more titles, there's been some travels lately. Mike's been taking trips. Hell yeah, I have been taking some trips. <laughs> Let's talk about your first one to good old Kansas City, Missouri. What happened? Went to the Chiefs home opener. Got a ticket by one of my good buddies, and it was too hard to pass up, but the game was at 3.30. I did not return to my house in St. Louis until midnight, so Monday was not a fun day. You worked. I did work. You I were, did go in. You were exhausted. I, wa- I wasn't as tired as I thought I would be because I was smart and was a responsible adult. Yes. But I was still, I was dragging. I was dragging until about Tuesday. Um, who did the Chiefs play and how did it go? Uh, they played the Browns. They came back and won um, a lot better than this <laughs> Sunday night when they lost by one to the Ravens. Mm, but nice, um, nice way to work that in. You know, um, things happen. People lose. And it's Arrowhead something. If you've never been, go. I was going to say it was Arrowhead. I have been to one game there and it was. Just as it was louder than what I had imagined based on the rumors of how loud it is. Did it did it perform? Yeah. I mean, it was sold out. The Browns fans were a little mouthy because the Chiefs were down mostly the whole game. Uh-huh. Um, defense is awful right now, so teams are going to get in it, be in it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was rocking. Fireworks came back, won. I mean, you just can't beat it. You really can't. And uh, you had so much fun at the NFL football game that you were like, I'm going to go ahead and go to my alma mater and watch the Mizzou Tigers play yep. in Columbia. Next, the next weekend went with my wife and a couple of friends and they brought their son for their, his first game. And we went and watched Mizzou take on SEMO, uh, C- Southeastern Missouri. That's a local school. A little bit. And <laughs> a little then, bit, uh, yeah. They won by like 30 something. We only stayed till halftime, but it was good to see. It was good to be back. I haven't seen that. That pictures of the new end zone. I hadn't seen that. So did you tailgate? No. Did you not tailgate did because the game was at 11. And, we used uh, to. Yeah. They, well, there used to be not kids involved. <laughs> you used to not have to commute two hours we to the game. To, we, we, yeah. get, we get to Lot X. That's but, a, uh, at like 7 a.m. But we did. We walked around. I got to. It was a different view of the stadium because I got to see other things. New like I got to see the outsides. I got to see the upgrades. And who'd they play? How'd it go? SEMO. Oh, they played oh sorry. SEMO, and they won. And they won by like, oh, yeah. it was like 58 to or 51 or something to 30 something. Ouch. Or 20 something. Simo scored 21 points in the fourth when the subs went. Okay. Can I get a breakdown of like the places that you went while you were there just to give me a little um, this is, this is really for you some just local like in and out? So you're we talking about Columbia, eat, Missouri? We did eat at just real quick. Um, 
a local restaurant after the game called Booch's. We had some burgers uh-huh. at Booch's. I knew you were going to say this ones. You didn't go to Shakespeare's Pizza? Did not go to Shakespeare's. Went to a Mexican restaurant downtown because it was game weekend, so it was pretty busy. It was parents weekend. No penny pitchers? Nope. That's on Thursdays. <laughs> and then uh, went to a nice little um, cocktail bar across the street. Hotel is not the greatest, so didn't stay there very long. And then went to the game, and then we, we actually came back Saturday night, so it was a nice little quick trip. Man, uh... Did you go to Mizzou too? Uh-huh. Oh, did you really? Where's your, where's your hot spots? Carried it too. Um, shoot, Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Harpo's. Uh, yeah, Harpo's. Willie's. Yep. Oh, stopped in Shot Bar. Ooh, and, and just yeah, for you listeners, ones. we got listeners all around the world. We're talking about Columbia, Missouri. It's a college town where yeah. both you guys went to college. I didn't go to college there myself, but I partied there for four years, like I did. <laughs> went to, went to the columns, took pictures of the columns with people. Oh, so, nice. so. It was nice. It was a different take than it usually is when well I up and good for you for getting out there and i bet it was really fun to be in those yeah, stadiums it was hot hot that's why i'm glad it's over Balls here. that's why you're yeah, glad summer's yeah, over yeah, all right buddy. Let's, let's talk about some uh tv kind of in this transition good transition from sports to wrestling world andy talked about this show on stars several several weeks ago i think this will still be like spoiler free because i don't think you're caught up i still haven't seen it and i'm starting to maybe get interested mike tell us about Heels on Stars, where you are and how it's going. I'm current on Heels. I think we're six episodes in, and you're starting to see the characters evolve. Stephen Amell is great. He is from Canada in real life, but he is from Georgia in this, and he brings it. Um, The wrestling is amazing. CM Punk is in it. Mick Foley was just in it. James Harrison is playing a bigger and bigger role, who used to play in the NFL, and it's huge. The minor characters are getting a step up. Um, and you're seeing their storylines and you're kind of seeing how people interact in the business. Like do you want to sell your soul and go big, or do you want to be loyal? And is it more about family? Is it more about being true to yourself or is it kind of screw everybody else? I'm going for myself. Really great synopsis. Would you agree with that, Andy? I'm going to watch it. How many more, how many of you have seen? I've only seen the first one still. Still? Yeah. That's not a good test. That's when he, when he said six, I was like, I can't believe it was that long. I right? bet that lit a fire under you, though. It's just, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Steve, I love Stephen ML, and he's been like being in character on Twitter a lot recently. Oh, nice! It's I, really funny. I think he's wrestling at an AEW. Event he's been kind of teasing it, yeah. Him, as his Jack Spade or whatever. So he's showing up to wrestling events in character, basically. He wrestled at WWE um, SummerSlam a couple of years ago. Like yeah. he's not bad. Like he's really good. He's, or he's a, a freak athlete. He's sure. uh, so he's he's doing kayfabe, yep, kind of. Mm-hmm. But hey, look at me! This I can guy, learn. I can staying. learn wrestling stuff. <laughs> but a lot of people. I was very impressed. By a lot that. of people aren't staying in kayfabe lately, so it's who's, cool to see. Like people in the actual industry of wrestling. Yeah. Who who's breaking it? Alexa Bliss. And are people calling her out about it? I am right now. This is it. <laughs> no, but she just she's dating Ryan Cabrera, and she posts like I love Ryan Cabrera all the time, but she's supposed to be this bad heel. That's demented on WWE TV. That is, yeah, that's too far off. And she's breaking the culture. All right, heels but, on stars, folks. Uh, do you know how many they're going to be, Mike? I will look it up. Because you're you're six in. We could assume maybe eight to ten. I really don't know. I don't. I don't really know what stars typically does. I am not a wrestling guy, but like talking to you guys about it and just hearing that Stephen Amell is in this, you know, Green Arrow man. Come on, uh, I don't think it's a hard push for me to watch this. Eight, eight. All right, so come back and tell us how it goes. Uh, and Andy, you got to get caught up so you can so you guys can talk spoilers. Well, here's the good thing: the next episode does not air till October third, so you, you got, got some time. A little bit of time. I mean, not much, not much. Um, all right, heels on stars. Uh, 
wrestling, non-wrestling fans out there, if you're watching it, let us know. We'll keep talking about it. We'll keep you apprised. And then I had a couple of uh, light, funny things to talk about. First of all, you may have heard, uh, if you follow us on Twitter, I kind of talked about this. If you have not seen Shang-Chi, here comes a major spoiler for the movie. So if you haven't seen Shang-Chi, this is a big character that shows up. There's your spoiler alert. Already did it. Trevor Slattery, he's back. Played by, uh, what's his name? Ben Kingsley, right? You got it. Yes. Is it Ben Kingsley? Yeah. He plays Trevor Slattery. He was in Iron Man 3. He was the Mandarin. I'm using air quotes, which I don't know if you guys can see. My hands are getting a little better. Oh, yeah. And, oh. I, got the, and I got the stitches out. Nice. Congrats. Got the sti- they look gross. Really bad scars that are really gross. But anyway, he uh, he was the Mandarin. It's not perfect. Andy. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it works. It works. It works good enough. And he's obviously the fake Mandarin. And if you learn all about this in Shang-Chi, uh, we have a full review of it. Go check it out. And the movie's coming to Disney Plus. I just saw on November twelfth. November twelfth with a whole. That's Disney Day. There's a whole plethora of things. We got a list in the mostly superhero squad. Go check it out. And I uh, got that from Stranded Panda, another podcast out there. Um, and this I came across on the Disney Plus app. I was just kind of poking around as I do from time to time, and I found this title: this Marvel Studios cinematic one shot. All hail the king. Have you guys seen this? Are you aware of it? No. It's. Are you aware of it? I know what it is. I had not seen it, though. It's eight or nine minutes. This is the most wild, bizarre thing. So Iron Man 3, right? This came out in, what, 2015 or 16, something like that. I think Iron Man 3 did. And Trevor Slattery, you meet the character, the Mandarin. He's an actor. He's not the Mandarin. And you're like, what happened to him? And All Hail the King is this nine-minute little Marvel snapshot, like they call it, or actually they call it one shot, where he's in prison and a reporter comes to question him. I'll be honest, it's it's kind of dumb. Like, it's kind of stupid. Felt like kind of slapstick. But, like, the guy is funny, and it, it's got to be. I think it's MCU canon. They got Marvel Studios just slapped on this thing. And then, uh, obviously, you do see the character come back in Shang-Chi. So I just thought it was funny to highlight that there is definitely, like, a mini little trilogy here <laughs> following this guy's story arc. <laughs> is there a purpose of it? Um, the only purpose was like, you get like some questions about like who he is, but it's mainly just to poke fun at him and see like what he's doing after the events of Iron Man three okay. in prison. And he's kind of like, he's got a following, he's got fans, but just had to talk about it with this being mostly superheroes and this being a Marvel title. And I was really more curious if you had seen it, Andy, but it sounds like you have. No, I've, I've heard about it. And I, I just remember somebody said that it, you should watch it before a certain thing, but I never did. So <laughs> That's super well, vague. But. This is not a most a must watch at all. This yeah. is if you got nine minutes to kill, which like I certainly did. Like it's definitely worth that. Nine if, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but after watching Shang Chi, I was definitely like, I want to watch this because you get some backstory in Shang Chi of how he ends up where he ends up. Um, but it's out there. It's on Disney Plus. Go check it out if you want. If you don't, you're not going to really miss out on anything. This is not like a must watch. Like I said. And then last thing I had is actually not TV. My kid has Mike inspired me to share some of my. Um, outings as of late, me and Carrie are concert heads. We love to see live music, just like I know Mike does. Uh, Andy, I believe you do as well. And we saw The Used and Coheed and Cambria, who I'm showing here on the screen, at St. Louis Music Park, a brand new venue uh, here locally up in uh, like near uh, Maryland Heights. And if you haven't been out there yet and you've been to the Riverport out there, which is now called the Hollywood Amphitheater. Casino Amphitheater, yeah. 
Um, it's basically just a, about a third the size of that. It's the same exact style amphitheater. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty epic. i got some photos here on the screen. And the used, I will say, I think this place may have been a little too big for them. Um, I think if you see them at like a smaller venue here locally, like the pageant or Del Mar, probably get more out of it. But I will say this. I have never seen Coheed and Cambria before. Scotty was there. We went, we went with a big group of friends. Nice. And this is apparently one of his favorite bands. He's seen them like upwards of 15 times. Crazy. And I see exactly why, dude. These guys shredded. Yeah. Like I have, I'm not really familiar with their music. I remember like a song on Guitar Hero. Yeah, they have like, they have like two or three mainstream hits. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Like radio songs. Mm-hmm. But the other 90%, man, they're just jamming up there. And it was epic. Have you guys ever seen them? Are you guys Coheed fans? I maybe saw them at a Point Fest like 10 years ago, but I couldn't tell you if I did. Andy, I heard of them, but it's only from working at Circuit City and alphabetizing CDs. <laughs> There's so many layers that you just drop. You worked at Circuit City. I think you've said this before. I feel 2005 like. to 2007. And then baby. Your, and your roommate has uh, dabbled at Best Buy before. You guys are quite. Oh, yeah, you, you guys. guys are quite, any was, work at Sam Goody over there? Radio not Shack. That I, know of. <laughs> I was a uh, April 2006 employee of the month. Not a big deal. Wow. wow! You sold the most like uh, surge. Pro- you sold the so- most surge protectors. Mm, I don't know what I did to deserve that. <laughs> they gave you a helicopter ride to go to Hawaii and no, see I, where Jurassic Park was filmed. You actually, <laughs> you were the only employee to tuck in your shirt. I uh, didn't get anything because they. I left to go back to college one year, and then they went out of business. So yeah, yeah, that's what Circuit City did. Rip, <laughs> rip, R.I.P. Baby. Um, all right, well, if you guys get the chance to see Coheed again, I will say don't be afraid to go to that show. They are just up there doing their thing, and I would happily see them again. And, uh, Andy, make sure you bring in some of your action show stuff. Show and tell? Show and tell Deal. stuff, yeah. Right. Yeah, we like I like hearing about the music we see, the sporting events we go to. Uh, we'll incorporate that in the show. I have an insane weekend ahead, so I'll be sure to take pictures. What are you doing? I have a triathlon Saturday morning. Are you doing it? Not an athletic triathlon. It is oh. Well, it is athletic. What is it? Golf, uh, two man teams. You and my my buddy Zach are playing. Uh, Seven thirty tee off, eighteen holes. Then we go to a bowling alley at one o'clock. Bowl two games, and then I like how you go. It is athletic. Three, yeah, <laughs> three. <laughs> we play a bags tournament uh, for the final round, and I guess there's some sort of scoring, and it's there's money money on the line. So I'm pumped. So you're gonna be drinking all day. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I go straight to a a different like charity bags tournament that we go to every year. And on then, the same day? And then Sunday, I have a charity golf tournament all day. Oh, my. Andy, you are going to feel like poop. Yeah, you're going to be feeling I'm, real bad Monday. I'm going to be so tired. I might take the day off. You might have to if I know you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We'll keep us posted on your uh, very athletic triathlon. You'll hear about it. Um, and fans, let us know what you're out there doing. And we want to hear about what you're watching, what you're reading. But we want to hear about what you're doing. If you're going to a cool place, send us a picture, send us a video, and tell us about it. And we'll put it right into the show, man. We love, we love hearing about this stuff. Let's talk about some Titans. The meat. Did you notice that we're not taking a break, Andy? I told Mike uh, earlier, I was like, we're just going to go straight through. All one take. We're all one take. All of us. <laughs> um, it's time for the meat, folks. The chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came. It's why you're here. And it's time to get into the DC universe. HBO Max has a series that they picked up from DC Universe. We're eight episodes in on this thing. This one's called Home. The show is called Titans. This is season three, episode eight. The description reads, as an 
Boldened Crane looks to filter his position through Gotham's water system. Starfire, still plagued by visions, enlists Blackfire and Superboy's help, and Gar finally tracks down Jason. Let's talk about it. You guys weren't in here for my breakdown this over the weekend when I talked about episode seven. Um, and we talked about 51% and what happens. Um, we already broke that one open. That review's over in our DC library at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. This week, let's talk about it. I've talked about this with you guys already on the show. I am enjoying it. The pacing is good. I think anytime you're popping around Gotham City in an HBO show, it is just fun. There's a lot of cool stuff, but the storyline itself has been a little spotty for me. I rewatched it today. I think you rewatched it today. Yep. And Mike's seen this thing, of course, and I'm going to need your help to kind of get us through. Let's just make sure we understand where we are so that we can be ready to go into episode nine. How's that sound? Yes, sir. Um, all right. So basically where it left off in episode seven was the Titans end up finding Crane at Mr. Freeze's old headquarters, Snowy Cones. Didn't have got to talk to you guys about this where like I literally thought Mr. Freeze was going to make it into the show and he didn't. I was excited for a sec. Another stupid Gotham tease, just like with Batman or anything else. They just like they give you hints of stuff, but they're like, oh, it's not Mr. Freeze. It's just his old headquarters. Where is he now, though? Has he been? Uh, great question. No one even like says where Victor Freeze is like he's got to be in prison. But I wonder if they're trying to do something new like that's a Batman villain. Mm hmm. And they're kind of trying to get the Titans villains, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. But either way, the Titans end up finding out Crane's plan. Crane's got Red Hood, a.k.a. Jason Todd, basically uh, held hostage, and they bust up the whole plan. They shut down the uh, processing of all this gas. Um, I'll go and I don't know if I said it yet, but spoiler alert for the show, basically. Obviously, we're busting it wide open. And the Titans get a win at the end of the day. But Crane gets away. Red Hood is still with them. And um, this one picks up. Oh, and Dick gets a romantic little fling with Barbara Gordon going. They're they're kissing. This one picks up right where that one left off. Uh, basically, it opens up with the Titans now have a a Titan signal, like, like a T, like a bat signal, but now it's a T, which is like straight out of the cartoon. I feel like. And they said they wanted to make it bigger than Batman's too. Bigger than one point. Just a big T. I thought it was interesting that they did like a circle with a T in it, and not just like a T light but whatever that was fine um and that's where it opens up is uh dick's like watching the news and uh Bar him and barbara are supposed to go to some gala um but as he's leaving the house to go meet her at this gala who shows up at their house tim drake and he basically knocks on the door and he says i know bruce wayne's batman i know that you're you were robin i know that you were uh nightwing and i want to be robin mm -hmm. And he lays out all these pictures of, like, I was there when your parents died. Yeah, You're the only person that can do this trick. There's, yeah, you did this one-arm yeah, trick. You did the meat hook or something like that is what he called it. And then I see Robin do it. And then I see Nightwing, Nightwing do it. And he's like, yeah, those guys just had to copy my moves. I was like, that's your best excuse to get out of this is Robin copied your moves. And he's like, I know Jason Todd was Robin because he walks like this. And that gets Dick onto a lead to say, like, I'm going to go try to find Jason now. But they also do drop a little penguin thing as well. Tell us. Like, he brought, he brings out the newspaper and it's like, Robin and Batman take down penguin. He's like, I read this article and I started putting stuff together. So there's another old Batman villain. That they, they mention yeah, offhand. Okay. Um, so Dick says, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, uh, find Jason Todd. I've got a little lead on him now. And 
uh, Barbara's back at her office. Like, uh, I guess you're not going to go to this gala with me. And also my ceilings leaking some water and it will be the whole episode for some reason. Still don't know. Can't wait to get to that part. And whenever Dick is chasing down Jason, he's on his motorcycle and he sees him. And when he sees him, he goes, he's like, I'm just going to go after him. So he rips his motorcycle. What's he do? He pulls out into a street without looking. And you know what happens when you do that? You get in an accident. You get into an accident. You get hit by a car. This thing smokes him. It really does. Hard. I mean, he got thrown 20 feet, 25 feet. And as he's passing out, he's laying there. Jason Todd comes up, looking down at him. And then, boom, he's gone. We don't know where he went. Dick wakes up in the hospital. Barbara's there. And she's like, he's like, we got to go out there and find him. She's like, you can't leave the hospital. Only if you can read this sign. And as he's reading the, you know, the eye test sign. And as he's reading the eye test sign, all of a sudden, all of the letters turn into a bat. a bat, like in his mind. So are we thinking that like Jason, like may have slipped him a little gas or something? We don't really know. We just know I, that he sees it. He pretends it doesn't happen and he gets out of the hospital. I don't think so. I was thinking about that. I, th- I think he's just like, his I think he's just concussed. Something? He's just concussed. You think? Yeah. No, no, no. There's more going on because he sees a lot more throughout the episode. I've had a concussion before. Hand up. Have. Did not see bat symbols. I wish I did. <laughs> I did. How cool would that be if you're reading the sign? It, <laughs> really cool. It, it almost looked like um like a war shack kind of thing. Like coming Oh up. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he gets out of the hospital and um basically he's taking a taxi like back to the to Wayne Manor. And this is where he calls Barbara. Barbara's back at her office. She's still having this crazy water leak at her desk. And he has another vision. As he's getting out at Wayne Manor, he sees a young boy dressed up in like the uh, like the Robin outfit. I guess it's him. It's supposed to be him, I guess. I think so, yeah. You remember what he said, the little boy said? No, I don't. It's something no. about, like, what happened to the tunnels or what happened to the road? And he's having these visions of him as, like, as a young kid as he's trying to chase, track down Jason. Um, Trying to think, like, if I want to keep going with the Dick storyline or if we should pop over to, like, Blackfire and Starfire. Starfire, okay, so, hey, we get some super sex in this thing. Just breaking that bed. Just going for it. Blackfire, Connor Kent, aka Superboy. I mean, they're they're like together now. They're hooking up. They're doing the nasty. We watched him lose his V card. Yeah, for... he's no longer. He's no longer. <laughs> for later in the episode, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, I knew because I was like, yeah, because you meet him at the at season two when he like gets out of the lab and like he's been with the Titans like ever yeah. since. So he's just like a little baby. Like, <laughs> dude's got needs though. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I'm Superman. I'm Lex. I can figure this out. And who interrupts kind of their sexual moment? Starfire still having visions. She's mad, and she's like, "Oh, she's like getting ready to fire her sister." I they think. wake. She wakes her up, and then they decide to put her back in that tanning bed that like helps her get into her brain. I think I've seen that one before, where the sister walks. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, so the plan's like, "Hey, put me back in this tanning bed memory thing." And what does she do? She ends up stealing a car again and driving to where? Wasn't this the most confusing storyline ever? Like, she it gets is. out of the car. She's like, you guys let me drive? And they're and Superboy and Blackfire are like, yeah, it seemed like you wanted to come here. And then you're just hanging out at the spot for a while. What was that spot? Hopefully we find out a lot next episode. Hopefully so. Uh, Superboy and Blackfire have a whole heart-to-heart about him losing his virginity to, uh, to her. And they're going to basically still hang out. That's fine. Um, so their storyline's done for the episode. That's pretty much it for them. Uh, Beast Boy, Gar, Gar Logan is his name. We found out in episode seven. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. So pretty, I love it. Pretty cool. Um, he went and saw Molly. 
Jason Todd's friend and says, like, hey, help me find this guy. What does he do? He has Molly text Jason Todd. He says, like, where are you, Jason? I need to find you. I don't think he ever goes to see her in this episode. What's he do instead? He This is wild. You had to explain this to me. You had to sit me down like a small child and explain this to me. I mean, I'm trying to, like, really. Just, I've seen this episode twice, and I saw it 20 minutes ago. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it gets a little hairy. What does he do? He says, I want to be a Titan again. Basically, he's, like, having remorse. How do they show you his ha- Jason Todd's having remorse? Uh, basically, he goes to what I'm taking as kind of like a whorehouse of sorts. That's really not for you to go and like hook up. Sorry, this is a R-rated show, just FYI. So if you're listening to this with your kids, like there's some like graphic stuff in here. Like we've already said some. There's more. So in this scene, there's a man. It's like a window. You pay and you get to watch these two people like do stuff. And the guy, the two, the couple on the other side of the glass of Jason Todd, the guy's like, "What do you want? What do you want to see? We can do. We can do the nasty. We can do this. We can do this." And Jason's like, "I don't want to do any of that. I'm here to talk." And he goes, what do you want to talk about? And he goes, I want to call you Hank, and I want to call you Don. And he's like, all right, whatever you want. And he goes, hey, Hank, I'm really sorry. And the guy goes, it's okay. And the guy goes, and Jason goes, for killing you. <laughs> and the guy goes, I'm out of here. And he leaves, and the girl's like, hey, maybe that guy had it coming. And Jason's like, he didn't. And the girl's like, well, were you on drugs? And Jason's like, doesn't matter. And she goes, you know what? I've done some really stupid stuff on drugs. And I was like, no way. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, you know, in my experience, the only type of place that you'll ever get forgiven for this type of thing, ding, 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 is the episode title. It's called Home. She says, you have to go home. And basically, she goes, you're out of time, big guy. And the the window (laughs) closes. I was like, that was so fast. So weird. So weird. And uh, and he's like, "Uh, that's that's not really an option. But he decides, I'm going to make it an option. So how does he do this? He goes to the tunnels where Batman showed his Robins. Like, there's underground tunnels to help you get around. And both of the Robins know this, and so they both end up there. That's what I'm getting. Tunnel tunnel travel. Do you see anything? Was there anything else that I'm missing about, like, how Dick goes to the tunnel, and he's he's going in, right? Well, first, okay, Jason Todd, first he goes to... Jonathan Crane, Scarecrow. Turns so, on him. Well, I guess. He essentially turns on him, essentially, right? He he finds him. Jonathan Crane has a, a uh, what's this called? Jackhammer. A jackhammer. Okay, and he's trying to break into the water system still. Can we just say it out loud? They're stealing the story directly from Batman Begins. I mean, this water system in Gotham is more messed up than Flint, Michigan's. Well, this is exactly what happens in Batman Facts. Begins. This is, Scarecrow gets into the water system. It's the same thing. The only thing you're missing is, you know, Raja Ghoul, but still. Um, he, Wait, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Gar tell Dick where to meet him? Because like, so he found out from Molly. Probably. Yes, that's it. I, that's got to be it. We're connecting the dots there. And also, Tim Drake helped him with a lead of like where he was with like whenever, because like Tim Drake saw uh, Jason Todd the night that his dad got shot. Outside, and I feel like that helped him too. But I think you're right; it's more like yeah. Gar got info from Molly, looped him in. I think that's what happened. I remember Gar walking in and like saying that he needs to meet Jason. He's like, "Do you want us to come with you or something like that?" And he was like, "No." I, I got we it. talk about how, how they like solved how Jason walked, and then they followed the person that walked like that. That was exactly it. He, Tim Drake's like, "Well, he walked like Robin." Yeah. I studied. I studied him too. He's been studying Robins his and, whole life. And then so Dick called Barbara Gordon's like, 
did a guy walk weird? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then that's when he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the old tunnels. And he gets down in the tunnels. And, uh, oh, well, I talked about Jason Todd before he gets in the tunnels. He finds Jason Crane with the, the jackhammer. And he's like, I'm done with you. Knocks him out, punches him. And he meets Dick essentially down in the, the bat tunnels. Jonathan Crane, uh, by the way, he wakes up from this uh, being knocked out. And a, a, a worker from the factory, from the water mill. Very nice. A very nice man was like, hey, get out of here. And the guys, Jonathan Crane's like, I was just sleeping in here. And he's like, him a yogurt. He's like, oh, well, here, just just get here, come, get on up. You're all right. Here's my yogurt. Did he already say he already mixed it up? Did he say that? Did uh, I miss that part? He's like, it's already mixed up for you. Oh, my gosh. Which, I don't know if he did or I not. eat those. I actually eat those yogurts. Could be. Like for breakfast, so yeah. I know what you mean. You, you got to mix them up for Greek st- yogurt. You got to stir them up. Um, and he finds out that he was using the wrong type of jackhammer, first of all. He's like, you were using a concrete jackhammer instead of a steel one. And I was like, I thought you were like a genius. And so what's he do? He kills this guy. What's he do for that? He goes to see a therapist, a.k.a. his mother. So weird. And tries to get her to, like, get him straight again. She's like, he's like, give me one of your pep talks, mom. And she's like, I'm done with this. It's over. Like, you are so crazy. You don't even exist to me. I have a new son. He's better. (laughs) Something like that. And what does she do? He's He's in her lap having like a breakdown and she like glances up. Apparently she was working with the police for like, you know, if he ever comes to see you push this button, what she does, what does he do? Starfire. Well, Starfire says he convinced, like forced her to kill herself. She goes, Scarecrow forced his own mom to kill herself. I just watched it for the second time. Okay. I missed that. And I'm like, how, what did he do to get her to kill herself? Either way though. I just saw her back. Like, Oh, her neck just like cracked. Yeah. Yeah. Either way he kills her. Right. And gets out of there. And what's he do? He gets out his phone and he goes, you know what? I put a tracker on Red Hood because I put a lot of work into making you. And he goes, I'm going to go. I'm going to find you. And where does that lead him? Down to the tunnels where he overhears this conversation between Jason Todd and Dick. Where Dick's on the walkie talkie. Remember? He's on the walkie talkie using the speaker system. And and he's like, I want to come home. And Dick's like, you killed Hank. And he's like, that was the gas. (laughs) And he's like. You give me Crane, you can come home. And Crane overhears this whole thing. Dick goes back to the Titans and he says, we're going to make this deal. And they're like, are you kidding me? He killed Hank. And he's like, yeah, but we got to get these two in our hands regardless. So, like, let's figure it out later. Which I'm like, yeah, exactly. Family. I thought Vin Diesel was in the room for a second. Family. (laughs) Yeah, Gar's like, I killed people and nobody really said anything about that. Well, you're a... Turn it into like a dog You're or a, a tiger. wolf tiger. <laughs> um, and Starfire tells Dick as he's like leaving, he's like, hey, listen, you said you were going to be a better Batman. You know what that means, right? Either you don't kill or you do kill. So decide. We're like, okay, we'll see what happens. So they go back to the water main and uh, this is where I get a little mixed up, but I know that a couple things happen. For one, Jonathan Crane is like back there at the water main. He's had like time to set up, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And while he's set up, Tim Drake comes in because he's been following him. Because he told Dick, I was like, remember whenever he like, spotted. I'll find Scarecrow and I'll find Red Hood. Because he spotted Dick going into the tunnels. And he goes, I know about these tunnels. I know about Batman using these tunnels. I studied Batman. <laughs> How has no one done this besides Tim <laughs> Right. Yeah. This is what I'm like, this kid's like 16 and he's. And he's figured it all out yeah. because of a move. And he says, I'm going to go find him. Well, he does. He finds Crane. They literally are staring at each other in the parking lot. And Crane's like, pulls out his gun and just pops him. 
You get shot right in the back. Titans show up. They go in for like to uh, presumably fight Crane. Um, Dick, or I'm sorry, Gar, Beast Boy, stays with Tim Drake. So we don't know if he's actually going to die, but he was like definitely bleeding out. Bullet went straight through because Connor Kent does his x-ray vision. And inside, Starfire runs in, sees Crane running through the water main, and uses her fire blast. And Dick's like, don't! As if he knows. And what happens? It blows up all the poison, all the fear gas is just there, like set up, waiting. And it goes right into the main water main, the main one, Dick says. Like for all of Gotham. It's a pipe like this big. (laughs) What do we do now? And she goes, are you telling me I just dosed the whole city? And he's like, yeah. And then where does it cut to? Guess what, guys? Barbara Gordon's desk is wet. Is soaking (laughs) wet. (laughs) She's just sitting there like, what a Monday. Thank goodness she was like on the other side of the room or she'd just be sitting there soaked in it. And it's just pouring down on her desk, pouring down on her desk. And last shot. Last shot of the episode. She's sitting there looking at it. Like Andy said during Patreon, like she's sitting there looking at it with this wild look on her face. And I think you're spot on. It seems like maybe the fear is already taking effect, maybe. Because she has this really weird look on her face. The water's pouring. And she looks up out the window. And what do we see from the beginning of the episode? The Titan's light. The T in the sky is now a full shade of red. Symbolism. End of episode. End of episode. I'll give it up. It's just clunky. Yeah, I mean, that, it took. I know it took a while to get through that, so sorry. But, like, I mean, did we miss any big parts? Do we feel like we understand the story? What are the, What are you thinking, PC Mike? I feel like we understand the story, but it's just clunky as heck. Super like, clunky. Like, why are we at these different places? Like, can we not get, like, a linear story? I get that every TV show has a main storyline. Right. And then there's one or two little offshoots, all right? Starfire's doing her thing and Superboy and all that. Whatever. That's fine. But then we just get so much crazy stuff and how they end up here. And it just it's just falling so perfect that Jonathan Crane heard them in the sewers. And it's the same plan that they had in Batman Begins about the water system. And, and the like, water. And the gas. Yeah. Giggler, what are you thinking That's, about this? Yeah, we just need to have a few questions answered. Like, how does this, like, what do you, do you drink the water and then it affects you? Do you just need to be around it? I don't, I don't know. We, those are things that, I don't know how they would have addressed that yet. I mean, it could be the first thing they address next week. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, do you think they're going to do like an antidote steam? Like they're going to steam the water system and antidote everybody? <laughs> I hope they don't. I don't know. I, I don't want them to take from Batman no, against just, too I'm, much, and I'm I don't kidding. think they will. I think that they're trying to do the complete opposite of that, just like we said with like the villains. I think they're doing their own thing, try to give some screen time to the people that we don't see villains and heroes. So, um, and also like just, right, like the, is she was that just symbolism of the red thing of or the red sign? Like, or was is it, it actually is it like, red? Is, like, is she seeing red now? Like what it, right. that would indicate that she fears the Titans maybe. I don't Or am I just making, she did have up? like a little devious look on her face. I don't know if that's anything. Maybe uh, she's just mad about well, the water flooding her office, but didn't hmm. you say on your ep- most recent episode that, you still think our our most recent episode our still our show. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, no, I said that. You know, I saw I saw this feeling that Barbara Gordon's bad. 
And that even though her and Dick aren't falling in love, like, it's like only setting us up to let us down, right? I keep going there too. But I don't know. I'm not confident in it. I'm just kind of going off of what, trying to predict what would shock us the most. But yeah, we're halfway through. And I, it's, it's weird. Like I said, when I'm watching it, when I'm, it's a hard show to talk about because it is clunky. But when I'm watching it, I am having a good time. Would you agree with that? Like, it's not like you're watching it going, this is a mess. You just feel like a little bit like, well, maybe there should be a little bit more exposition, but I'm still having fun. Like this Nightwing looks great. The suits are awesome. Um, The powers are cool. And like, again, anything you're showing me Gotham City, it's great. But I will say the little teases for little Batman villains here and there and like, you know, not having Batman at all. It does feel a little bit like it's, I'm stealing this from a lot of people out there. A, uh, a Batman show with no Batman at all, essentially. But again, it's the Titans. What's what's Bruce even doing right now? Remember when he left, actually? It wasn't, I said it last week, I got confused because of the flashback episode. I was like, oh, he's in London. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's when he flashed back to Jason Todd. The last time we saw Bruce Wayne was he killed the Joker. Just yeah. dropped the crowbar. Drop, drop, this is episode like two yep. or one and left. And like, that's it. Like a true exit. But he'll be back. We're only on episode eight. But we don't know if he actually killed the Joker with all the lies that he had, too. But it seemed like he did, remember? Because they showed us a flashback to Jonathan Crane in the prison. And they're like, what happened? And they're like, Batman. Either Batman killed the Joker or they may have just said the Joker killed Robin. True. Because I can't remember exactly what happened. In that well, I mean, episode. he lied about Jason Todd being buried. Yeah. Or we think. Yes. Or he just had that random funeral and no one was there. And so he, that's fishy. And he's looking for like a new Robin and Dick's like mad at him. But we saw in the flashback that he didn't want a Robin. He was like, I, we, I don't need to have a Robin anymore. This is bad. Like, I don't, I don't need kids dying around me. Because that's exactly what happened. He, he died. A lot uh, of questions. A lot of questions. A lot to be, uh, to be seen. Um, but episode nine. Do we have an idea of what this will be? We don't know what the title is yet, probably. Souls. I mean, Souls, yeah. It's called Souls? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, that's intriguing. I know it's like you'll get to that middle of the episode and be like, oh, that's why it's called that. Oh, well, yeah, it, right. Is it a Ra's al Ghul thing? Like Jason Todd's soul needs to be set free to be actually ah. a person again? Yeah, exactly. And like we didn't even really talk a lot about Red Hood because they have that agreement and then they come back and all hell breaks loose with the water. But like what actually happened to Jason Todd and Red Hood? Like did was he even in the end of the episode? I didn't see him. Remember? He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, give me Crane. You can come back and live at the house, right? I don't think we see him again. No. Like they come. Think, like Crane just did his thing. Like did I he think take you might him? Be or right. We might. The, the soul might be surrounding Jason. See if he still has one or what. If he's just gone. I mean, obviously, it seems like he's he's still there to some capacity. If he's wanting to come home, but this also might be part of their trick because. They've had the one a one up on them the whole time, basically. I mean, you you said last week in our in our episode, yeah, that uh, um, oh man, where's I going with that? With uh, Red Hood, yeah, with Jason Todd, like uh, Barbara Gordon being bad, uh, saving him, redeeming him. I totally lost my train of thought. That's okay. I've been <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, I was thinking of two things at once, and the other one just. Deleted from my brain. Well, we are definitely talking about, you know, if we're going to bring back this, uh, if Jason Todd's going to be redeemable or not, because that is a big question. Like, good guys always do this, right? They're always like, okay, we can for- we can forgive you, but, like, you killed one of our teammates, like, just days ago. Yeah. Um, do you guys have other friends out there that are watching this? Like, 
that are enjoying it. Like, would you tell someone at this point in to like watch it or like, it's like, we need to finish this thing to kind of see what happens. I have, I know for a fact, I have a friend or two watching it mm-hmm. and they're kind of the same sentiment as us. Like he struggled to get through season two. Oh yeah. I'm sure. But, so this is a hundred times better, but it's starting to get a little muddled. Yeah. Starting to get a little muddled. Let's, remember, let's write the course. Remember the first three bangers. It's hasn't, like it's like hasn't been good that that good since. Let's spend ninety five percent of our brain power on the first three episodes, <laughs> and then you know what? Let's do the water thing again. And then maybe they're like, "Don't worry, the last three. Yeah, I think, I think we're just building building here, and it's gonna pop off at the end. And can you imagine, like with with how good the initial episodes were, the yeah. the finale isn't gonna be below that in terms of like what we're looking for. So. I I agree. I think the finale were, and like, I hate that we're jumping ahead, but like the middle is just a little messy. We, yeah. we've said it, we said it. we don't need a dog on it too much. This is also what we, we get. We'll also talk about talking about TV shows one week at a time. Yeah. It's like, you you can overanalyze. So, so if just, we, if we waited to binge this thing, it'd probably be like, Oh, okay. They explained it at the beginning of episode nine. You just move right through yep. it. Um, and you know what? We probably will binge it one day. I'm already getting like the inkling to like go back and binge, uh, like all the MCU stuff, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier. I was like, I'm just going to binge these things. Doom Patrol comes out this week. Me and Carrie Damn. just restarted it. That a boy. So Doom, Doom Patrol, also HBO, could be an absolute. I mean, it is a crossover with this show. They're in the same universe. Beast Boy came from Doom Patrol. You guys remember the episode of? And they were all in this uh, Earth Prime. On CW? On CW. I don't know if we're allowed to count that anymore. I, I know. I know. But I'm going to bring it up every Please. time we can. I always say, don't let them forget that we saw them do that. Yes. Um. All right, guys. HBO Max, Titans. Uh, we'll talk about season nine next. I'm sorry. Season three, episode nine next week. It's titled Souls. And that review, along with this one and all of our DC stuff, is at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. That's our DC Universe library. Uh, reviews, connections, breakdowns, explanation videos. Everything is there. And uh, go check it out. We'll keep the DC rocking and rolling on Mostly Superheroes. Let's talk about what's coming up. Woo, that was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, like, embarrassingly tough. Like, for watching it twice, I felt like you guys gave me some mad compliments, I feel like, in the beginning of the season. But I'm also an advocate for I remember something pretty well when I really, really love it. Mm-hmm. And that's just the truth. Um, but we're going to keep talking about it. I hope that the series picks back up, and we will be talking about it each and every week. Uh, that's Titans on HBO. MCU, so much happening, so much to talk about. We have just recently talked about Shang-Chi. I'm not done talking about it yet because it was so good, and now it's coming to Disney Plus on November 12th um, for free. Shouldn't be. It's not premiere access, sounds like. It'll be totally free. So mark your calendars. If you haven't seen this thing yet, um, we might have to do like a little another mini review or something. Actually, what I want is I want to hear from some fans. If you're out there and you're going to watch this thing, send us in your review. Call into the studio phone. Write us on Facebook and the Mostly Superhero Squad. Um, let us know, and we'll feature your review of Shang-Chi if you're watching it at home. Um, and then Eternals, November 5th. That's right around the corner. And I didn't get to talk to you guys about the Hawkeye trailer, I don't believe, uh, for November 24th, but it's a Christmas TV Christmas-y. show. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. The next big thing, though, this is the one. This is the hot item right now. We need to buy our tickets and go see Venom. Let there be carnage. Yes, yes. Are you excited? Yes. I've talked to some other friends Mike's coming with us. You guys are movie guys. Are you going to yeah. go? Possibly. I've heard. Have you guys heard things okay. about the end credit scene? Nope. The, only that it's how great it is. But I, I haven't. Me too. That's all I know is that it's like wow. 
Interesting. And I have predictions of what that means, and I've heard like inklings of what it means, but I'm like, I I don't want to assume anything. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to buy our tickets. This movie comes out October 1st. Guys, go see this thing. Um, I'm pretty sure this is a theater-only release. And uh, we got a crew going to, again to this one. I had some other friends reach out and they said they wanted to go watch it with us. Done. So we're going to do a little crew movie time. I love it. And then we'll do a full review of this and uh, we'll just see what happens. But let's just put it this way. It's no accident that this next slide is up next. Uh, Phase Zero, comicbook.com podcast just recently announced they're doing a Spider-Man rewatch party. Like pretty much every week from now, starting September 28th, all the way through to, to December, to watch Spider-Man No Way Home that'll come out in theaters. And uh, basically, it's all the Sony movies. So we're going to do this along with them. Guys, starting next week. Looking at you two. Mark your calendars. Listener, you two. September 28th, the first movie, Spider-Man. Uh, I think that's a Monday. The 28th. It's a Tuesday. So we'll watch the movie maybe on that Tuesday whenever Phase Zero does, and then we'll review it when we're in the studio mm-hmm. that week. I have stars. You do? Yeah, yeah this, is, well, this is gonna be a big experiment for all of us as we're like pulling it up on our TVs to like I know we I know we talked about where to watch these and hopefully that helped people. That's like three episodes ago, but like you know this is gonna be the real moment of all of us. We're it's gonna like, know for sure after it's this. It's on the main page of Amazon Prime right now. It is. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Spider Man two thousand two, Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi film, the first of the trilogy. That's what we'll start with. That'll get us into October, and then we'll pick up the Amazing Spider Man with our Andrew Garfield. They also have Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Um, we just did those, didn't we? We just did those. I'll probably personally still watch them, though, Maybe. just before No Way Home, just because Far From Home, it seems like, is the cliffhanger yeah. for the movie. Don't you Don't you think? Like the end credit scene? 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I still want to do Into the Spider-Verse, so we'll work that into here, too. They're every two weeks, so that wouldn't be too bad. That is, I know. I did, I thought it was every week for a minute. I was like, that man, it's going to be kind of tough. But every two weeks isn't bad. Uh, guys, we have this, uh, the visuals up right now on our screen, if you watch on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, but you can find this in the Mostly Superhero Squad as well. And honestly, we took this schedule right from Phase Zero. So that's a comicbook.com podcast. You can find it at comicbook.com, hosted by Brandon Davis. And Phase Zero is on all the socials, of course. But I'm pretty excited to see these Spider-Man films because it has been a minute. It's probably been every bit of 10 years since I've seen any of these. Well, speaking of what ifs that, that we're creating, what if we do all of this and Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in the movie? Um, then we still got the reviews on our library. <laughs> in our, uh, well, in the Sony Spider-Verse library is going to be the next page, I think, on the website. So we'll have uh, at least true. plenty of reviews for that. I know. I'm, but, I'm, just, I'm just saying. And also, I mean, again, I'm not trying to, I mean, I'm just saying I don't know what's going to happen, but you never know. Venom, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. I can't wait to see this thing. I hope that it I hope it's time. I hope it's time. Stop it. I want to see Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, so Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield all face off against Venom. I want to see it on screen. Okay. I'm like I know it. Or would it be Carnage cuz Venom's like kind of a, a good guy. Kind of an anti-hero. Yeah. He's like a Deadpool. Oh man. Even cool. I want it. I want this. It's crazy. Maybe the Symbiote is a symbiote. Is that what they're symbiote. called? We'll get it symbiote. eventually. I mean, even they're already saying now that like the next Venom movie is going to explore the multiverse. I've heard that, but, but don't but know if that's, I don't even want to hear about that yet. Yeah, until I, I see why this. Are, movie. Why are they even talking about that right now? That's because stupid. I think this in credit scene. Maybe we don't know though. We're just going to go see it. Yeah. Um, either way, Spider Man, uh, Spider Verse is taking over here. I love it. Uh, I mean, you're going to have to reprise your 
Halloween outfit Don't maybe for worry. the Halloween special. I, can do that. I have a backup too. So, <laughs> um, all right, guys, another week. Good to have you guys back in the studio. And uh, this was episode thirty-nine of our second season. So next week will be episode forty. Hey! Wow! How crazy is that? It's been we forty gotta, weeks, and we got to be approaching yeah. like a hundred episodes. Yeah, it's coming. It's really close. Like we're within like ten or fifteen episodes. So we'll do something special for episode one hundred for sure. Can you even believe it? We never got that cake for one year, so maybe we'll save it. Yeah, we just got a picture of a cake. <laughs> um, but I'm having too much fun with you guys, so I'm happy to uh, be celebrating these milestones with you. We're gonna keep going. We got big plans for season three kicking off in 2022. And Spider-Man will be the last movie we watch right before we go into that new year, new season, and uh, and just another round of talking about stuff that we love. So, uh, Giggler, why don't you give us a little sign-off? Uh, tell us the fans that you love them like you always do, but any other thoughts before we get out of here? I love you all. Um, I love that. I hope you have great weekends as I'm about to when I win my athletic triathlon um, and then my <laughs> golf tournament on Sunday. And then just just drill that right into Monday with a nice, just lazy Monday. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty good. It's, it's, it's my favorite thing is a lazy Sunday. If I'm not going to have that. What do you call it? Pizza? Pizza shit Sunday. Yeah. But so like if I'm, I'm going to be golfing all day. Pizza shit Monday. Yeah. Just going to delay it all. Well, so. we, we wish you best of luck. Um, make sure you, if you're going to see a lot of friends and stuff, um, make sure you plug the pod. Maybe wear the shirt. Dude, I, I plug it to everyone. I mean, even, even you this weekend, just networking to people that are... <laughs> cosplaying star wars at a charity event unreal <laughs> we went to a uh, a walk uh, uh here in st louis for to support uh, a cure for huntington's disease and there on the side like I, I was related i was like oh this must be unrelated it was related they were all there for the walk too it was a whole group of like very very professional uh star wars cosplay players you had star <laughs> troopers you had an ewok you had a wookie some jedi and who did they ask to take their picture but me <laughs> and I get up there and I, you know, snap this. I was like, make your best Wookiee noise, do this, do this. And then they were like, Hey, thanks photographer guy. And as I walked off, I was like, just do it. I was like, Hey, just so you guys know, there's a podcast called mostly superheroes. And they were so dead silent. And I literally just walked off, but check the views this week. For the <laughs> listens. There was actually a spike. Oh, I'm not even kidding. And I, there were about 15 of them. So I want to say, you know, you a few of them the, were like, I'm going to go watch that. I'll check it out once. <laughs> get all the Ewoks. I mean, I couldn't. It was the moment. Dude, they had to be so hot in those costumes. It, it was, was. I was sweating miserable. in shorts and a t-shirt. It was hot. I can't even imagine. Uh, PC Mike, sign off for the squad. If you have not started it, watch Ted Lasso. Mm. It just last night won seven Emmys. It's a great show. It's a feel great show. Not even feel good. Feel great show. Watch Ted Lasso. TV's getting ready to start humming. Stay up to date. Our What You Watchings might be a little lacking because all the new shows are keeping up with them. But go watch Ted Lasso if you have not. Apple TV Plus. Uh, Carrie and I just started it. I started it over. Carrie is watching it for the first time. And, two, I mean, first episode in, she goes, this is a great show. I go, it is. Yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, must watch. Season two's done, right? Or, no, it's still happening. It's still happening. Mm -hmm. Episode nine was last Friday, so episode <sighs> ten. I don't know how many they do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a couple behind. I think it's ten, uh, but definitely must watch. Thank you, PC Mike. Thank you, The Giggler. Thank you to our listeners out there that are subscribing on Patreon and Pandora and Spotify, Facebook, wherever the hell you're watching us, listening to us. We can't say thanks enough. Uh, the show's really coming together. We're hitting our stride. 
And I know that we're having uh, so much fun breaking it open with you guys and bringing more variety into the show. I think we do a good job of trying to be honest about what we're actually watching, what we like. This is mostly superheroes, but we'll try to keep it across the board. Come back and see us next week for Season 2, Episode 40, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy.